Good morning. Um, I'm Barbara Orlando. I'm an Associate Professor of Anesthesiology, and I'm currently the Division Chief of OB Anesthesia at uh, Texas Medical Center with uh, UT Houston. And um, I recently took that position over um, I mean for the past two years. And since I've been an OB anesthesiologist, I've been very involved with maternal safety, maternal care, um, and mortality morbidity as well. Um, so this is a topic that I really, um, uh, I really like to um, work on, and I'm very passionate about it because I think it's essential to take care of all our pregnant patients in the best way possible to reduce mortality morbidity. Uh, those patients come in the hospital for happy event, delivery of their baby. And most of the time they are healthy and we want to keep them healthy and make sure that they go through the process of delivery in the safer, safest and uh, best way possible. So, um, I've been involved in a few projects um, within that topic since I arrived here in Texas, and I'm really excited to uh, do more work on that. A lot of the patients who come um, in our institution, some of them don't necessarily have prenatal care, and um, as you might know, pregnancy can be a, a high-risk um, period for a woman. Um, the pregnancy comes with a lot of changes, physiologic changes, um, and some patients who have pre-pregnancy comorbidities can develop worsened symptoms and have a way, worse outcome than a non, um, than a a, pregnant, a patient with, who doesn't have those comorbidities uh, during the delivery period and in postpartum. Um, a lot of patients, as I mentioned, or not a lot, but some of them don't have prenatal care, so it's difficult for us to assess them during the pregnancy and anticipate the risk they incur during, pregnant, during labor. But even for the patient who have prenatal care, um, especially in our institution, we have a lot of high-risk pregnant patients with a lot of very severe comorbidities that can worsen uh, during pregnancy. And our job as anesthesiologists is to, um, in association with the obstetrician and the nurses who are on the floor, because it's a very much it's very much a team approach. Um, our job is to really um, know our patient as well as possible and assess the risk of their care to make sure that their delivery is done in the safest way with the minimal um, consequences and repercussion on their health. So I think one of the main aspects of the safety um, is communication with, with, within teams. Um, when we work on the labor and delivery, we work with two other teams, which are the OB team and the nursing team. And they are our partners in taking care of the patient. And having a, a good communication with those teams is essential for us to take care of the patient. So we have worked a lot 
and it's nationwide. Uh, all the departments have worked on teamwork, team steps, um, being able to communicate adequately what our concerns are for the patient on each side of of the drape, which that can be on the anesthesiology side, OB side, and the nursing side, because of course everybody sees their own end of the uh, of the patient. They are concerned about different. We're concerned about different things, but as a team, we need to be able to communicate those concerns adequately. Um, a lot of things that have been done toward that is create, create um, bundles for different um, different complications that can happen, for stuff and hemorrhage, um, pulmonary embolism, uh, cardiac arrest. So a lot of bundles have been uh, implemented nationwide in uh, on labor and delivery, so we have protocols that are established, so our team knows what to do in case of an emergency. Um, it also includes seeing those patients ahead of time, so we have anesthesiologists who see those high-risk patients ahead of time, so we can anticipate what complications we can have, and we can make sure that their delivery happens in the best setting possible, which can be patients who have cardiac disease can be delivered at um, the, the Heart and Vascular Institute, for example, rather than on the labor and delivery, or having the patient induced at a certain age because we know that if we wait too long, uh, the disease, her disease is going to progress to a point that it's going to be too dangerous for her. It could be um, managing the treatment they are. It can be anticoagulation, um, other treatment that are relevant for us. So being able to see those patients in consult is essential on many on many aspects. Managing them, anticipating complications, but also giving them information. Because a lot of time patients come in on labor and delivery and they are very stressed, they are very anxious because it's a it's a scary time to deliver a baby. And if you add to that the unknown component of I'm sick and I don't know what's going to happen to me, it could it can be very, very stressful for a mom. So we try to explain them what to expect, what they're going to be exposed to, what we're going to do for them. And I think it's really, really helpful to have those conversations ahead of time with those moms at high risk for delivery. So we've been working on all that. and. Um, also, explaining what we do, because very often um, the anesthesiologist's um, job is not very clear for the mom. There's a lot of preconceived idea on epidural, what is an epidural, what are the risks. Um, and sometimes we really need those patients to have epidural, not for comfort, but for medical reasons. So I think it's very important for us to have that communication with the patient and to establish a a real patient-physician relationship before they arrive on delivery floor. So that's why we try to see all those patients in consultation, either in person or via telehealth. Um, so those are the things that I, I believe are important and have been implemented nationwide in, in all the, the high-volume, high-risk labor and delivery. And I'm very passionate about it because, of course, maternal mortality, morbidity is um, disastrous 
we have young healthy patients most of the time, or even if they have comorbidities, and they're going to have babies, and we want to keep them healthy. We want to make sure they can take care of their kids, and they're happy, and they have a happy experience. So um, I am very passionate about that. I, I recently uh, was listening to a lecture at the Texas Society of Anesthesiology um, by one of my colleagues who has done a lot of work um, in um, maternal safety. And she was, she was mentioning that there's a Texas um, Maternal Mortality Morbidity Review Committee who looks at all the patients who had untoward events during their delivery in Texas. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a committee within the Department of State Health Services. And she was showing all the amazing work that this committee is doing to, uh, to look at the data. But I was surprised that there was no anesthesiologist on this committee. And I pointed out that we kind of are very involved in those, in this safety and analyzing what went wrong and preventing those events to happen. So I have been working on that for uh, the past few months in trying to get um, an anesthesiologist added to the, this committee. And I was uh, happily, uh, uh, I was happily told that um, there's a, a bill that was uh, presented by Representative Sean Cherry to add four physicians to this committee. I think uh, it includes an anesthesiologist, a ER doc, cardiologist, and um, I, there's a fourth, uh, fourth physician that's going to be added to it, but I can't remember what specialty. So that bill um, is supposed to be voted on in May. And I'm really crossing fingers that um, it passes so we can add one anesthesiologist to it. And hopefully, with the help of the TSA, I will, um, I will run for this position because I, I really think that not having an anesthesiologist on a committee that reviews into all events in, um, in pregnantation is, is, uh, is, is missing. Uh, and it really uh, gives a different up, a different vision of what can happen uh, during delivery and why it can happen. So I'm really crossing fingers that this bill is going to pass and we can add someone from anesthesia. And it's not me, whoever, but someone who can be sitting on that committee and help with that. 